Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. on snoozecast.com, like our Facebook page, and follow us on Instagram. We'd like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our show, please write us a review on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen. Also, share it with a friend. This episode is supported by Arpeggios. Tonight, we'll be reading Wuthering Heights, Published in 1847, it was Emily Bronte's only novel. Early critics were mixed in their assessment, and many were puzzled by the novel's multiple narrators and non-chronological structure. Much of the Victorian public believed the novel was written by a man, based on the violent and passionate imagery. Even though the novel received mixed reviews when it came out, It has since become an English literary classic and tells the tale of a tempestuous romance between Heathcliff, an orphan, and Catherine Earnshaw, who becomes his close companion. Chapter 1. 1801. I have just returned from a visit to my landlord, the solitary neighbor that I shall be troubled with. 
This is certainly a beautiful country. In all England, I do not believe that I could have fixed on a situation so completely removed from the stir of society. A perfect misanthropist heaven, and Mr. Heathcliff and I are such a suitable pair to divide the desolation between us. A capital fellow, he little imagined how my heart warmed towards him when I beheld his black eyes withdraw so suspiciously under their brows as I rode up, and when his fingers sheltered themselves with a jealous resolution still further in his waistcoat as I announced my name. Mr. Heathcliff, I said. A nod was the answer. Mr. Lockwood, your new tenant, sir. I do myself the honor of calling as soon as possible after my arrival to express the hope that I have not inconvenienced you by my perseverance in soliciting the occupation of the Thrush Cross Grange. I heard yesterday you had had some thoughts. Thrush Cross Grange is my own, sir, he interrupted, wincing. I should not allow anyone to inconvenience me if I could hinder it. Walk in. The walk in was uttered with closed teeth and expressed the sentiment, go to the deuce. Even the gate over which he leant manifested no sympathizing movement to the words. And I think that circumstance determined me to accept the invitation. I felt interested in a man who seemed more exaggeratedly reserved than myself. When he saw my horse's breast fairly pushing the barrier, he did put out his hand to unchain it, and then sullenly preceded me up the causeway, calling, as we entered the court, Joseph, take Mr. Lockwood's horse and bring up some wine. Here we have the whole establishment of domestics, I suppose, was the reflection suggested by this compound order. No wonder the grass grows up between the flags, and cattle are the only hedge cutters. Joseph was an elderly, nay, an old man, very old, perhaps, though hale and sinewy. The Lord help us! he soliloquized in an undertone of peevish displeasure while relieving me of my horse, looking, meantime, in my face so sourly that I charitably conjectured he might have need of divine aid to digest his dinner, and his pious ejaculation had no reference to my unexpected advent. Wuthering Heights is the name of Mr. Heathcliff's dwelling, Wuthering being a significant provincial adjective, descriptive of the atmospheric tumult to which its station is exposed.